Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I think I really need to start putting you. God damn. It's a freestyle. <laughs> and then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. Almost on time this time. Hey, five minutes ain't bad, baby. Man, hell no, nigga. Five minutes is, is practically uh, punctual. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and take this five minutes and stride. Nigga's like, shit, nigga. Nigga's kind of low-key did that. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and start this shit off by saying rest in peace to a legend, John Witherspoon, Pops, bang, 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 bang. Man, keep on coordinating, man. It was just all of a sudden, we didn't see no sick Pops. Nigga, my homeboy in Cleveland just went to see him like last week on stage. And he was, you know, he was, he was doing his thing. But you know, at seventy seven, that's a good run. Yeah, you you can't you can't really. Uh, it's sad, but at the same time, it's a celebration. Yeah, seventy seven. You 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 made it. You made it a good long time, and to be active and healthy at seventy seven, that's dope. He didn't go out sick. You know, a lot of celebrities that we lose, like with Charlie Murphy. Yeah, we seen him get super skinny and all that. Yeah, yeah, like that was, that was tough. Yeah, like with, with John Witherspoon, it just was, you know. I'm hoping that it was as painless as it could have possibly been. That's you know pretty much my my hopes for John Witherspoon. Right. You know what 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 happened in the news? Obviously, Omarion. <laughs> well, not so much Omarion. It's uh his baby mama and little fish. Yeah, that's a fucking shame, dog. <clears throat> It makes you think, like, what shit going on back then, too. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah. I understand some shit happens out of the blue, but when it's with, when it's with a friend or a homie, or you know, that that's that could have been something that been going on. But that's 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 dirty macking like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, what I doubt. Yeah, because supposedly they had been friends for a long time and shit. But nigga, why why are you so close to my baby mama though? Like and you know they say they 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 wasn't like you know uh, Omarion and Lil Fizz weren't friends, but I don't give a fuck, nigga. If we work at the same job, I don't need you hanging out that closely to somebody who I was in a fucking relationship with, and it's just further proof that niggas don't need to be wifing up fucking skeezers. Mm. Like nigga, uh, I don't give a fuck how fine these bitches is. Cause you know everybody from from what I hear, everybody say she fine as a motherfucker. And I seen her; she ain't all that fine to me. Like she got the typical celebrity groupie bitch look. 
Like yeah. she looked like the rest of these bitches. She looked like an IG model. That's what I'm saying. Like it's like a fucking template. They all got that same little like fake Kim Kardashian look. So it's like me. I'm like nigga, y'all niggas. You know, you 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 falling for the fucking drama. So you get what you get out of that shit. You fuck with hoes. That's what you end up with, nigga. You end up with a hoe. All right. So, you know, and it was something else that I had in mind. That might be it. But anyway, you know, today's episode is entitled Goals Freestyle. I'm, I wrote Goals Freestyle. It's the Goals Freestyle. But if you look at it, it's just Goals Freestyle. Because I don't want to put the in front of the motherfucker. Mm. I don't even know why. But... <laughs> You know, anyway, basically, uh, I was having a conversation with one of my coworkers, and I was having, like, writer's block, basically. We just shooting this shit. Motherfucker told me he got an 840 credit score. 840? Nigga, I didn't even know the shit went that high. I thought it stopped at 8. Nigga, I think that shit go up to, like, 9-something now. Oh, for real? Yeah. So he was telling me he had an 840 credit score. So he was like, yeah, man, I'm buying a second house. Give me a rental property. Mm-hmm. I was like, nigga, that's dope as a motherfucker. I was like, man, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck I'm going to, you know, do my next episode on and shit, nigga. This conversation happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. It's like, do that shit on goals. It's like, all right, fuck it. Shit, shout out to Lambert. Because he the one came up with this shit. He was like, talk about goals, nigga. You know, you got goals. You accomplished goals. Talk about goals. I was like, for sure. I ain't wrote shit, though. I was just like, you know. It's kind of something I could go off the top about because I feel like shit goals is something that's so necessary in human life, in the life of a motherfucker who wants to be any type of successful. You got to set goals and you got to go to achieve goals. You know, a lot of motherfuckers got vision boards. Mm-hmm. I need some shit like that. Honestly, I've been the type of motherfucker who has set, reached and surpassed goals in my life. But, like, a lot of shit, like, and this is just me, at, like I always say, like, a, a lot of times when I do this show, I'm talking to myself a lot of times. Like, I'm the type of motherfucker that always prided myself on being able to do shit the hard way. And you know how they always say, like, work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. I've been the type of motherfucker smart, but working hard. Harder than I have to. Like, as easy as it is to make a vision board... As easy as it is to just write your goals down, I never did that shit. I always just been like, motherfucker, fuck it up. I'll remember it, and I'll do it. Instead of just simply writing this shit down in order to commit it to memory. Because I give people the advice to do that shit. I don't do it, even though I'm going to start. Like, I started doing that shit literally on the way here. Like, let me really start writing down what I want to have accomplished by 2022. Let me, let me write down what I want to have accomplished by 2030. Like, you know, let me start setting some goals, you know, just some, some short term goals and some long term goals just so I could have something to be shooting at. Because a lot of times, like that's why I say goals are so important in life. Like just to have something to aim for, is paramount to being successful in life. You know, just like if, if you say a salesman, 
and you like, all right, look, if I could sell five vacuum cleaners today, that'll be a good number. And then you hit that, and then the next day you like, all right, I'm going to try to go for seven a day. Five will be good, but, you know, I'm shooting for seven. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's pretty much how I feel about goals. Like, I'm, the goals that I've set in my life, you know, and this is another thing that the reason where I am where I am and not where I could be a lot of times is like I've always set my goals or expectations lower than they should have been. You know, like um, I forget which episode it was. It was probably like four or five episodes back where I talked about having a, a, a low end of a goal and then a high end of a goal. Like, you know, yo, yo, you should set your goals like this. Like, I I plan on, by the time I'm 30, making $55,000 a year. That's the low end. Like, you know, I, I want to be a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. But if I'm at 55, that's a good fucking number for me. You know, and then build upon that. Once you hit that goal, whether or not you make it, because some, you know, sometimes it's like, um, I think uh, Bruce Lee said, goals aren't always something to be accomplished, but it's something to shoot for. You know, it's just something to fucking aim at. Keep you motivated. Exactly. Like, okay, nigga, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to be a millionaire. I'm gonna try to be a fucking millionaire. I'm gonna try to be a fucking millionaire. So if you got seven hundred fifty thousand, it's not you're not exactly a failure. Mm-hmm. You might not have reached what you was aiming at, but it was still a fucking success. You know, it's just like if, if you're trying to be in the fucking NBA, like, you know, I want to be the next LeBron James. I want to be the next LeBron James. If you become the next Blake Griffin, you're not exactly a failure. You might not have reached what you was aiming for, but it's not a failure. Like a lot of times I, I don't really believe in failure. Like I, I believe failure is is something that you do on the way to success. It's something that you go through on the way to something. Like I don't look at like I I think it would have to be another word for that shit. Like I think failure might be dying before you reach something or some shit. Because like to me, like I I failed a thousand times that shit, but I'm not a fucking failure. I'm just a nigga who has failed. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a lot of motherfuckers. Like most people ain't where they want it to be when they set up what they want to do in life. Like when you little, nobody is like, man, when I grow up, I want to be a fucking janitor. Oh man, when I grow up, I want to be a fucking security guard at a supermarket. No, that's just where you end up at a certain point in your life. Right. You know, so like, I feel like goals is something that you should create and then keep revisiting what those goals are. You know, based on life, how you feel. Because a lot of times, like, as a kid, when you first start saying what you want to be when you grow up, by the time you're, like, 14 or 15, that shit could switch. Like, nigga, I literally knew niggas in kindergarten who said they wanted to be a fucking ninja when they grew up. <laughs> like, I don't know how that worked out. Yeah, like, nigga, I, I want to be uh one of the Hardy Brothers. Oh, I want to be fucking uh, Marty Jannetty. I want to be fucking Ric Flair when I grow up. Like, hey, if you reach for if you reach for ninja, uh, your goal is ninja. Where do you land at? A karate teacher. <laughs> That's funny. An MMA fighter, <laughs> kickboxer. I'm just saying, nigga. Like, but 
Bruce Lee. He might have wanted to be a ninja. Shit. Yeah, that's true. He was a good-ass motherfucking kung fu. Hell yeah, nigga. Beating niggas' ass, nigga. Chuck Norris. Like, just because you don't get to what you actually say, if you set your mind on something, if you get close, that's a success. A lot of times it is. Like me, I'm... I'm a success when it comes to where I set my goals at in life because I always, like from little, wanted to be a school bus driver because that's what my dad did. Mm. Like, I want to be a school bus driver. I want to be a school bus driver. Because when I was little, my dad had a clean-ass Mercedes 600 SEC and a lowrider. Shit, I'm like, nigga, that's that's life for me, nigga. Like, hell yeah, nigga, that's enough for me. If I could get a low rider and a Benz, that's it. Nigga, I'm I'm set. Mm-hmm. Life good. All right. You know, and again, like when you when you you gotta revisit them goals. Like, is this still something that I feel like is is the finish line to me? Or is it something that I just wanna attain on the way to something bigger? You know, because growing up it's like school bus driver, school bus driver, school bus driver. Then when I became a school bus driver, I was like, I could do way better than this shit. You know, like, a lot of times when you try to pattern yourself off of another motherfucker, you don't realize what they lacking or what they doing different than what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, like, with, with me, like, looking at what my dad had growing up, my nigga, I didn't realize, you know, he stayed with him, one of his partners. So it was like he didn't have the overhead that I had at the time when I became a school bus driver. So it's like, oh, damn, I don't I don't have enough money to get a low rider in a Mercedes. And my dad was also a, a, a gifted mechanic. So my dad was able to build that low rider from fucking scratch. That nigga bought a 63 Impala bare fucking bones and built that motherfucker up to where it was car show material. He got skills like that. Me, when it's time for me to get a low rider, I'm going to have to buy that motherfucker. It's already a low rider when I buy it. So, like, me and my dad, we had a whole different motherfucking journey. Like, that's where I fucked up at. I tried to pattern my life after his, and that was a fucking mistake. You know, nowadays, I got to approach shit different. Right. You know, now I set my goals, and I get, you know, to where they are or close to where they are, and then I reevaluate. And then I set other goals, you know, like if, if you ain't always moving forward, time is going to leave you because time is always moving forward. You know, so if you say, oh, I hit this goal, I'm done. No, because, you know, like Nipsey say, nigga, it's a marathon. Just because you pass lap one mm-hmm. don't mean you're going to stay in first if you stop because lap two coming, lap three coming, lap four coming. You know, that's why motherfuckers all say I ain't no sprinter. I'm a motherfucking marathon runner. Because in a sprint, a lot of motherfuckers look good in a sprint. Like, it's a lot of niggas who, when I graduated high school, they got a job fresh out of school, bought a car. You know, they was doing their thing, and they was looking like they had shit fly as a motherfucker. Like, you know, it's growing up, a lot. we, we got a lot of kids like that. Like, you know, y'all motherfuckers graduated high school, and them niggas immediately had a car. And you graduated high school, and you like, damn, nigga, I'm still uh, taking the bus everywhere. Oh, damn, this nigga got this. I'm, I'm still trying to figure my shit out. Like, nigga, 
that don't mean shit, nigga. That's just lap one. Right. You know, it's it's a hundred motherfucking laps in this shit. You know, it's just like I'm in about two weeks and a couple days. I'm going to be on my 11-year fucking wedding anniversary. To a lot of motherfuckers, that's a long fucking time. Like, damn, nigga, you been married more than 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, but shit, nigga, my, my mother and father-in-law, nigga, they going on, like, they 35th anniversary or something like that. Like, you know, it's a motherfucking marathon, nigga. Like, you might feel like where you at is, like, super... Up there, but nigga, there's motherfuckers that's packed. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Ask you. You know, like, you got to keep on fucking pushing. Like, nigga, I, I really told myself, like, nigga, if I could make $50,000 a year, that's that probably be enough. It is not. Like, nigga, it ain't even fucking <coughs> close, nigga. I made 100000 last year. I was like, yeah, 100 ain't enough. And it ain't even like it's no, oh, $100,000 $100, ain't shit. Like, no, I'm not saying that it ain't shit. But living in California... It ain't a lot. Right. Like, you know, and, and, and that's the thing. Like, when it comes to setting goals, nigga, like, you got to you gotta realize a lot of times the goals that you set, you, you, you looking at your goals from where you are and you looking at where you want to be, not knowing what it's like when you get there. So that's like when you set a goal, right? So let's just say you making $25,000 a year and you like, if I can make 50, I'll be straight. You don't even know what 50 really about until you get that shit. And then you realize 50 ain't enough. Then you like, nigga, 100, though, 100 to be straight. Then you get to 100, you realize 100 ain't enough. That's why you should always keep your goals flexible. You know, like I always believe in whatever I say I want to do, I got to make sure that whatever I do, I'm either ready for that shit or I really want that shit. Mm -hmm. So when I actually get that shit, I can handle it. You know, like there's been times like where I've reached a goal, you know, you cross the fucking finish line and you realize that ain't where the fuck you want to be at. So your ass got to keep fucking running. And that's pretty much how I look at life. Like, I think that's really what life is about. You solve one problem and another problem presents itself. Like we, we like, you know, like my boy Lambert would always say. Man was put on earth to solve problems, you know, and I look at goal, a a goal as just a problem to solve. Like a lot of millionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs in general give the advice of if you want to become rich, find a problem and solve it. 
You know, find a hole and fill it. Find a need and provide something for it. You know, all of the greatest fortunes have been of people who were able to create convenience. You know, and it's like, that's that's what life is about, like filling a hole. Like, I look at a goal as, that's my problem, I got to solve it. My problem is I don't have $250,000 in the bank. I need to find a solution for that shit. You know, like, if you single, my problem is I don't have a spouse. The solution is to get married. You mm-hmm. know, like, you, you look at your fucking goal as a, a problem, and you have to find a solution for that shit. You know, and when it comes to your goals, like, you know, like what I said about the vision board, keep your problem or, you know, keep your goal or problem or whatever you would like to consider that shit and keep it somewhere where you can see it so you can keep on trying to figure out ways to solve it. Right. You know, because a lot of times with a problem, if you're not looking at it, it's out of sight, out of mind. You know, it would be like if you had cancer and you didn't know you had it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can't <clears throat> cure a disease you don't know you got. So if you got a, a goal, you got to keep that motherfucker in front of you so you know that that's a, that's a problem that you got to solve. You know, it's just like when you put your bills somewhere so you know you got to pay them motherfuckers. Like, you know, some motherfuckers keep that shit like on a sticker on their fucking refrigerator or in a notepad on their phone or some shit like that to let you know uh, the Netflix bill come out the account on this day and this bill get paid this day and the rent due on the first and all that shit. Like that's how you got to have your goals. Like, okay, look by 2021, I got to have five podcasts on this network. They all got to be doing this type of number or they got to be at this rank on iTunes. Okay. I got to have my personal show here. This is the type of numbers that I want to be doing. I need to be recording in a studio like this. This, I need these type of microphones. Like, you got to keep that shit somewhere where you can see that shit. Mm-hmm. Just like if you're a fucking employee at a, at a place. Like, I need to be manager by 2021. Like, I should be at this salary by this time. And if I'm not there, I need to either find another company to work for or I need to work harder or something. Like, you know, you got to have a plan of execution. You know, like, okay. Now I know what the problem is. How am I going to solve it? Now I know what the goal is. How am I going to accomplish it? You know, if I need to do this, this, and this, then these are the materials or these are the tools that I need. Whether that be physical tools or I need to learn how to do ABC in order to get to what the fuck I need to get to. Like, you know, say you're making $25,000 a year and you want to make $150,000 a year. Okay, what do I need to reach that salary? Let me look into some jobs that are making that salary. Let me get on Google. Let me go talk to some people. Let me try to, you know, get some relationships. You know, let me go try to find me a motherfucker who drives the type of car that I want to drive. Because, you know, like I tell motherfuckers, like, that used to be my shit. Like, say I'm at a restaurant Mm -hmm. and I see somebody pull up in the S600 or something. I don't excuse me, sir. Um, what do you do for a living? I see you got the S six hundred. Like, I could tell you're doing very well. Like, is there a way that I could get in on that? Like, you know, is your job hiring or did you start a business? Like, one day I was in Columbia Burger down the street, uh, over there off the ninety one on Central. Dude pulled up in a clean ass E class. 
Mm-hmm. I ain't really a big E-class dude, but his <clears> was <throat> crazy, like fresh-ass beans. So I asked him, like, man, you know, what, what you do for a living? He said he had an um, exterminator business. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, that's unorthodox like a motherfucker. But, like, the thing is, you know, basically what he said was, you know, it's, I know a lot of motherfuckers don't want to kill bugs, so it's kind of an open market. And I'm like, that makes sense like a motherfucker. A lot of times, you know, people set their goals based on what other motherfuckers is doing. That's why it's 10 million motherfuckers rapping. Yep. And as much as we all love hip-hop, rap ain't for everybody. You know, like I tell motherfuckers, man, there are way more basketball players in the NBA than rappers on the radio. There's way more football players in the NFL than rappers who are making how much those athletes make in their field. And when you think about it, an athlete, it's a very small chance of you being six foot five. Mm -hmm. There's a very small chance of you being able to weigh 280 and run a 4440. Like, it's a very slim chance. You know what's slimmer than that? Being a successful fucking rapper. But so many niggas are trying it. You know, and it's cool. If you got a dream, chase that motherfucker. Don't let me stop you. But these are just real life motherfucking numbers. Like, it's slim out there. But, like, um, I, I used to golf. I had a golf instructor named uh, Gerald Wheeler. Rest in peace. And he was telling me, like, the most unclaimed college scholarships are golf scholarships. Like, and I'm like, damn, that's interesting. He was like, yeah, a lot of motherfuckers don't like golf growing up. Like, little kids don't play golf. So he was like, man, if your kid is just a marginally good golfer, he can get a fucking, you know, he can get a scholarship to go to college if he pretty good. I didn't I didn't know they had scholarships for golfing. That's crazy. Exactly. Because, like, what would that be? Like, they got golf teams in, in college? Like, yeah. I've I never seen that. Yeah, shit. Tiger Woods played uh, college golf. Mm-hmm. A lot of professional golfers came from college golf, but that's what I'm saying. And, you know, and it's uh, another thing in the black community, exposure to shit. You know, we don't really know a lot of motherfuckers who golf in our community. Right. So, you know, we don't know about this shit. That's the reason a lot of inner city schools don't have a golf team. But when I moved to Rialto, Rialto High had a golf team. Like, shit. And I'm sure probably all them motherfuckers went to college if they was any good. Because, like Homeboy was saying, that's the the most uh, unclaimed scholarships. Like, but a lot of us don't know this shit. And these are, like, open avenues that are just waiting to be filled. So, like, when Homeboy told me he had an exterminator business, I'm like, damn. Like, that shit started the fucking wheels turning. Like, what unorthodox shit can a nigga get into that motherfuckers don't know about that you can make fucking millions at. You know, me personally, bugs gross me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not taking that lane. But, nigga, to this day, I've been trying to figure out, like, nigga, once I find me a little uh, unorthodox plug on something, man, I'm jumping head first into that shit. And I'm not saying that that's going to be my main thing because, like, me personally, nigga, my goal in life is peace of mind. Being able to do something that I enjoy and make money doing it. That's the reason I'm doing podcasting because when I had the idea to do podcasts, it wasn't like this was no full lane of shit. Like, 
nowadays everybody trying to get into the game. Like the game is becoming flooded. <laughs> but when niggas first had the idea to do this shit, it was kind of like, what's a podcast? Right. Because even as much as the game is becoming diluted with so many people getting podcasts, it's still relatively um, an unknown thing. A lot of motherfuckers I know don't know what a podcast is. You know, a, a lot of podcasts are still looking for an audience. Like, shit, me, I'm looking for a fucking audience. I have one, but I'm looking to broaden it. Yeah. But it's like you just got to find where to advertise, where to market, who to market to. Like, and that's the thing. Like, you know, a lot of truck drivers are podcast listeners. I got to find a way to market to more truck drivers. I got a lot of motherfuckers at my job who listen to the podcast and shit. But, you know, like I tell the motherfuckers, man, tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, any truck driver you know, tell them motherfuckers because we got hella time. Nothing but time. Exactly. To sit here and listen to podcasts. Like, I, I'm I'm really strongly considering, like, getting, like, uh, too much game stickers and putting them on the side of trains. Like, because motherfuckers riding the train, some motherfuckers be on the train for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause you know, like I got all the cat versus dog stickers from the cat versus dog podcast. Like I'm going to start putting them, I'm going to start going to the fucking train station and posting them motherfuckers at the train station. Go ahead, slap it up there. Nigga, if you on the train, you ain't got shit to do. Go ahead, tune into the motherfucking podcast. But see, remember, but see that, that's similar to when I told you about, uh, podcasting, meeting, having the, the hustle or promo of like, uh, the street teams used to be. Like mm-hmm. maybe, maybe that's the way because this is everyday people. Maybe nigga have to go hop on the blue line for a couple hours and just bang, bang. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying. Some, some just out there so everyday people just look like, oh, shit. And that's yeah. how it worked. Exactly. Because I was like, shit, nigga, when I get off work and I'm going to the fucking uh, the Rialto station, go ahead and slap one of the motherfuckers up on there and probably just on the way home. Well, let me go hit the San Bernardino station. Splat. Right. And just slap them motherfuckers up. So if you hopping on the train, you can check the fucking podcast out. And, you know, when when I talk to motherfuckers who I'm cool with, man, like, if you fuck with the podcast, just tell somebody about it. You know, motherfuckers, man, how can I support? How can I help? That's literally how you can help. That shit does wonders. Post that shit on your fucking Instagram. Tell your followers and tell people who you know, especially people who already listen to podcasts or people who have that type of time. People who work in corporate America where they sitting in their office just listening to music or... Things of that nature. Yeah, just text it to somebody. Say yeah, anything. Exactly. Shit. College students. Motherfuckers sitting there studying who just want to have some shit going on in the background. Tell them motherfuckers. Like, anybody. My nigga, like, niggas who sit there watching fucking YouTube all day. You know, because, like, I got all these motherfuckers saved and shit. I'm going to start putting these motherfuckers on YouTube. Right. You know, just to open up that, that little avenue. Because there's people who really only listen to my shit on YouTube. You know, like, them them be the niggas who be calling me when I don't record. Hey, man, you know, you ain't doing podcasts. I was on YouTube. I ain't get the alert. Because that's what I like about YouTube. You know, YouTube will give you that little alert. Yeah. You know, when you pop the motherfucker open, your shit will just pop right up. Like, you know, new episode of the such and such a whoop de whoop de whoop I'm like, shit, I wish all the podcast platforms did that shit. Let niggas know that we just dropped the episode. Like They, they do. Some do. Oh, all of them don't. No. Nah. Mm. Yeah, like, cause you know, like it, like me, I'm a, I'm a, 
I'm a frequent podcast listener. Mm-hmm. So my shit is on, I, like, I listen to podcasts a lot, so oh, new episodes, and it'll be like five. So, yeah, you'll see it and shit, but I need my shit to pop up, make your phone buzz. Brr. <laughs> Nigga, too much game, just drop the episode. Because Spreaker does it. Yeah, if you um subscribe and follow. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll let you say, know. yeah, you know, uh, Young Dolomite is live right now, or uh, Too Much Game Podcast, or Townhouse Media is live right now. Yeah, it's, it's um if they are following or subscribe to it, it'll let you know. You yeah, know it'll pop up. But that's Spreaker. But that's not, yeah, you're right. Because I get I get from uh, iHeart, I get iHeart, I get a uh, Spreaker, I get a uh, Apple Podcast. I, I I don't get Spotify though. Spotify yeah. I don't get. Yeah, me neither. But that's what I'm saying. Like I know on Spreaker, Spreaker will say Townhouse Media is now uh, recording live. Right. So I can go straight on there and listen literally live. And shit, another thing, like, you know, just as far as, like, marketing, like I was telling my homeboy, and they like, and my wife had told me, oh, you should make a video. Because um, you could just say, Alexa, play Too Much Game podcast. And that motherfucker come on. So it's like, I, I just got to step my marketing muscle up so I can reach my goal. You know, for the most part, it sounded like I went off on a tangent. But basically what the tangent was, was telling motherfuckers that, this is my thought process when I think about the goal that I have of getting my podcast numbers up. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got to have a, a execution, a plan to execute that. Like, okay, this is how I'm going to go about doing it. And you got to keep that shit. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. In your mind, at the front of your mind. So you can always remind yourself. So just say, hypothetically, I'm rolling past the train station. Damn, did I put a sticker up there? Nah, let me go run over there and put a sticker up there. Right. Because I keep my goals in front of me. You know, like, even if you can make that shit the wallpaper on your fucking phone. Like, okay, you know, this is my timeline. Or you put, like, the little, uh, you know, everybody phone got, like, the little calendar. Mm-hmm. You know, the Google calendar or the your little Apple calendar app to set your little reminders. Right. Like, keep that shit where it'll literally remind you every day. Like, whatever time you wake up, set an alarm in your phone that tells you what you got to do today. Or what you got to be trying to accomplish today. You know, because, like... uh I forgot who I was listening to or they was talking about setting daily goals. Like whether it be just hit the gym for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, or eat your vitamins or make sure to eat one vegetable today or 
quick workout or something. Yeah, like, you know, try to run at least a quarter mile or try to break a sweat today. Like, just little shit. Little shit that'll help you get to a bigger goal. Because, you know, a lot of times it's a lot of small accomplishments that'll lead to a big accomplishment. Like, you know, as, as a child, you know, a lot of times your goal is graduate kindergarten, graduate elementary school, you know, graduate junior high, graduate high school, get to college. Like you have smaller goals, smaller accomplishments that you want to reach that will eventually lead to a bigger goal. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, you know, when if, if you stumped on something, man, you really got to sit and ponder, you know, meditate on a, 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 a larger life goal, you know, and don't always make it be money, you know, because that's where a lot of people fuck up at. Their goal is, I want to become a fucking millionaire. But like I be saying all the time, man, billionaires commit suicide. Like a motherfucker. Like, nigga, money, money don't equate happiness. So a lot of times you, you got you to gotta set your, you got to root your goals in happiness. You got to root your goals in something that the, the way to get into it is something that you can still look yourself in the mirror after you reach that goal. You know, because there's a lot of motherfuckers that, that made a fortune and hate themselves because of how they made it. Mm. You know, so you, you don't want to be put in that, that situation. So they sold they Joe, uh, sold they sold for a jelly roll, man. Exactly. You know, and you don't, you don't want to be that type of motherfucker. You know, so even in the plans that you have of accomplishing that goal, you got to keep in mind peace of mind. You know, like you gotta you gotta name your price a lot of times when it comes to reaching a certain goal. You know, it's certain shit that you gonna want to do in life that you gotta realize, and not even realize, but you just gotta ask yourself: Am I willing to do all this shit to get whatever this is? You know, because some motherfuckers do some scandalous shit to reach certain shit, and it's like, damn, nigga, it it wasn't it wasn't even worth all that. You know, it's just like how uh, Columbo was saying he wouldn't want to be famous. Right. You know, but a lot of times the success in the field that is hip hop, shit, fame come with it. And it's like, am I willing to deal with the fuckery of fame in order for me to get the success that I want in the rap game? You have to be, you, in, 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 in rapping, you have to get to a certain point to where you can make enough money to keep yourself uh security all the time. Yeah. Because like, and, and I think I told me and you had a conversation where I said like, once shit start taking off, that's when I step away as far as from behind this mic. Yeah. Because of the type of like private person I am, like me, even me stepping out and doing these shows is something different. I played, I played a background a lot. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I, I'm I'm paranoid as fuck when it, like if it's a if it's a big crowd of motherfuckers, I'm paranoid as fuck. Yeah, I can't read that many people at one time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like okay, being in these big crowds, I'd rather be somebody that's important that don't know don't too many people know who they face. Like if you like see Bob Arum, you feel me? Yeah. Bob Arum, I only seen Bob Arum a couple times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, if if you see uh uh what's the name Zane one what's his name Zane Lowe. Zane Lowe. you seen Zane Lowe uh walking in the mall out at uh Ontario Mills wouldn't a lot of people a lot was. of people wouldn't know who he is 
Yeah. So that's the type of shit I would want. Like, yeah. let me let me be the nigga behind the scenes. Don't nobody know me, and but always be like, why the fuck he pulling up in that shit? Like, who is yeah, this nigga? Like, how the fuck this nigga the Phantom? Who the fuck is this nigga jumping off yeah. this motherfucking wraith? I would love to be the who is this nigga, nigga. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, nigga. Like, but like as a rapper, my nigga, you the nigga behind the fucking microphone. Right. So the only way you could avoid fame is literally being like that rock band of gorillas. Yeah, yeah, I, I have no idea what they look like. I don't think nobody do. Like, I don't even know how they have concerts. I'm sure they probably just put a fucking screen up and be behind the yeah. screen playing that shit, and then the cartoons do all the performing. Because they did, like, the uh, MTV Awards or some shit, and that's how they did the awards. Just the screen? It Yeah, it was it was the characters. I'm like, I'll, you, I'll be like, nigga, y'all got me fucked up. Cause if the, I pay for that shit. Man, because the thing is, nigga, like, you know, we do podcasts. So for the most part, this is an audio platform. Yeah. It ain't like we got to go and, sh- you know, people fucking see us. You know, we can do, we can go to Joe Budden route and do a tour where, you know, all oh, motherfuckers love the show so much they want to see it live. Nigga, we could literally be like, all right, y'all can hear it live, nigga. <laughs> man, we we'll set, be there. Set up a hall and. Y'all sitting at the, uh, like them silent parties. Hell yeah, they put nigga. the headphones on it. Hell yeah, nigga. We be sitting up here talking to the microphone and shit. Oh shit! You can't even see us, but you know we yeah. there. We but we backstage on, on the set. Yeah, nigga. We just got a camera watching the crowd. Yeah, I see your yeah. light skinned girl with the big titties. Yeah, nigga. You know we here because we see you. <laughs> like, hey, that's that's funny. I'm weird enough to set some shit up like that. But that's what I'm saying, my nigga. Like, there's ways of doing shit, but at the same time, like, you know, in certain fields, that's not exactly, uh, like, a normal thing. Yeah, it's not beneficial. Like, people want to see you. People want to touch you. People want to... You have to be there because you... People love having access to you. Exactly. Like, that's that's the new celebrity. Yep. You know, like, back in the day, you could just be famous... And you could only be accessed and contacted when you wanted to be. Right. Like you only would see Tom Hanks on red carpets and at premieres. Nowadays, celebrities have to be online all the time. They got to be on social media. They have to be somewhere where they're visible. Mm-hmm. You know, and as annoying that, as that is, as inconvenient and inconvenient as that is, that's what celebrity is nowadays. Like now you're seeing Will Smith getting on social media. Yeah. You see Will Smith with a fucking YouTube page. Where back in the day, celebrities, all they had to be was talented. Yeah. On they the screen, that's it. Yeah, they didn't they didn't have to be in your fucking face. But nowadays, if you're not on social media, motherfuckers think you fell off. It's very true. Like with rappers, if you ain't got a current project, you fell off. But nowadays, rappers like, let me go uh, on Instagram and drop a freestyle. Let me drop this little street single real quick. Let me do this and do that to let these niggas know I'm still fucking relevant. Right. Like relevance now is on social media. Well, this, uh, this one, this one rapper said, our, our idea of intimate is the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes you, you, you can't even know somebody without the internet Or Sometimes the internet, they show they real who they really are on the internet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and it, like the internet is fucking crazy. Like you know, like I like it, it's it. This shit. Like remember when they said Y two K was gonna be the end of the world? Oh man, I was scared as fuck back then. Like oh, what the fuck is gonna happen? Like you never knew. Everything everything gonna shut off. It's gonna. It was supposed to be like uh, I envisioned it being like the purge times two. I think 
really uh, Y2K was the end of the world as we knew it. Very true. The old world. Yeah, like the the pre-internet world. Yeah. Because once this internet shit came in, it literally changed everything. It made life a lot easier and a lot harder. Oh, yeah. A lot, like, you know, because, like, me and my dad had the conversation. I was telling him, nigga, like, it's a whole lot easier to become a multimillionaire, but a lot harder to become middle class. Mm. Like, with the internet, you could become fucking Mark Zuckerberg. Or you could become whoever the fucking founder of Twitter is. Or, like, any of these multimillionaire motherfuckers. Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Like, all that shit off fucking MySpace. Like, King Kiron and... Uh, Super Cent and all these people who became rich and famous off the fucking internet and social media. Right. But, you know, it's like harder to become a, a middle class motherfucker with a regular job. Like a lot of a lot of uh, industries have been taken down by this shit. Newspapers out of here. Mm-hmm. Magazine, a lot of magazines. Printed books are finna be out of here. Oh, yeah, they, they, uh, Fucking uh, Kindle Fire and all that shit. Yeah. Like, and, and the people who created all of these things, multi-millionaires. And there was a whole lot of thousandaires in the book industry. Whether it be producing books or, you know, writing books and all that type of shit. Like, a lot of the things that motherfuckers did in a lot of industries, a lot of industries had a lot of people in there, moving parts, people you had to pay. But now with the internet... You know, it's uh, it's condensing a lot of shit. It's condensing access to information. So now it's only a certain amount of sources of information where there used to be a lot. Just like how we talked about um, the video game industry. Mm-hmm. You know, like there used to be such a fucking plethora of games. Like, oh, all these fucking games. Like yep. you, you walk into Electronic Boutique or Toys R Us or KB Toys or wherever you bought your video games at, and it's like... Shout out to the swap meets. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know what the fuck I want. It's so it's so much fucking variety. Nowadays, it's, you know, it, it's everything is becoming condensed. Like, think about it. Think about when you first got on the internet. You used to search... They had Google, Yahoo, Alta Vista... Um, every uh, internet provider would have its own little search engine. Yeah. Now it's Google. Google has become the standard. Google, Yahoo, and it's one more. I think it's Bing. Yeah, Bing. Bing was Bing. But even with that, Google shitting on both of those. And I don't mean in quality. I just mean in popularity. Yeah. Like, because I think Bing is a pretty good search engine. You think so? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty precise. A lot of times, you know, like if I can't find it on Google, I go to Bing and Bing be working. Bing work good. I need to see how we look on Bing. I know how we look on Google. Yeah, I, I fuck with Bing. I like Bing. But I use Google more because I have an Android phone. So once I crack my phone open and go to search something, Google is already on my phone. So it ain't like I'm like, well, let me go to Bing. No, I just use it. Just like I'm sure Yahoo probably still got their search engine Alta Vista probably still got the fucking search. Shit, Ask Jeeves probably still is a search engine. Remember that shit? Ask Jeeves. Wow. That's throwback as fuck. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, nigga, you know, back in the day, there was a lot more variety and shit. But nowadays, shit is becoming condensed. 
you know, and this is way far off of what the fuck I'm supposed to be talking about, which is goals, but it's just some shit that that's where my mind went as far as accomplishing goals. Like, you got to put yourself in a position to be one of these plugs for something. You know, this is just as far as, like, inf- or advice to motherfuckers who are looking for something to do. Like, if you really honestly trying to become a millionaire, billionaire, or build any type of wealth, mm-hmm. you have to find a way to become one of these standards. Like, it's something that you should be able to do that you could create a spot for yourself. Like... You know, a lot of times, like, you know, your your niche isn't something that you wouldn't even expect for it to be in. You know, motherfuckers made millions of dollars selling pet rocks. Like, you know, you, you'll never know where the accomplishments of your goals will come from. So you should always stay open in the, the plans. Like, because me, I don't really believe in plans. I believe in outlines. Like, you know, if, if I have a goal to accomplish. Right. I always keep the way of me accomplishing that goal open. Like whether it be, okay, I think I'm going to try it this way, but if this don't work, I'm going to try it this way. Yeah. You have to, cause if you get hell bent on one way and it don't go that way, you'll drive yourself fucking crazy. Yeah. There's always, as they say, more, uh, it's always uh, more, more than, than one, one way, way to, skin to skin a cat. cat. You get him in his face dog or down his back, but yeah. Who the fuck stings cats? <laughs> Some sick motherfuckers. Yeah, like who the fuck came that's, up with this? Yeah, shit? that's nasty. But if if you if I say you know what, there's only one way for me to get to the top in this podcast shit, and that's just keep recording, keep recording, keep recording. Somebody's going to hear me one day. Keep recording, keep recording. I'm gonna sit and feel like a failure eventually because you can't just keep recording and keep recording. You're gonna have the dopest podcast nobody ever heard. Ever heard. So there's different avenues you have to take, and there's different. Uh, 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 promo. You can't be just one track minded when it comes to setting or getting to a goal. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing in this world goes perfect. Hell no. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna have me a boutique. I'm gonna do X Y Z to get there. If that don't work, shit. That way, now I gotta go A B C. You know, A B C don't work. Gotta go to D F route. You know what I'm saying? So, so is it's always different ways to get to where you trying to go. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, I even even myself I had to learn that myself because it was uh, at times where I'm trying to get something done and it don't go that way, and I, I'm, I'm stressed. I'm super stressed. Yeah, stress can lead to depression. It, it can lead to a lot of things, but there's always an alternative route. Yeah, sometimes there's an alternative Shout out to Google Maps. You feel me? Sometimes there's an alternative to the alternative. Hell yeah. If Google Maps... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Don't work? Go ahead and hit up Waze. Waze, Man, Waze yeah. will get you through them them back streets and get you to oh, where you gotta yeah, go. Nigga. You know what I mean? Man, kick kick that shit uh way old school. Map quest. <laughs> oh Map Quest that shit. Yo, yo, shout out to, to shout out to Guggenheim. Huh? That nigga used Map Quest last night. I mean uh Friday to get here. He said, Yo, I think I'm at the wrong house. I think Map Quest sent me the wrong way. I said uh who was sitting here? Oh, uh Demon's like he was like, Nigga still use Map Quest? Map Quest. That nigga said Map Quest. Nigga, should I paid you? <laughs> <laughs> like, Two way nigga. Yeah, nigga. Do, uh, nigga, do you still got a Skytail, nigga? That's hilarious. Oh, you got a flip phone, nigga. But I, I, I had a conversation recently about, you know, um, alternative routes. You know, what I'm saying, and that's funny that we get here because it, it, it shit happens. Yeah, shit happens, and you know, you know, we have to adjust. I'm prime example of right now. Shit happens. You have to. You got to get into a mode, and you have to adjust, and and you you keep it going. Yeah, nigga. Or, or we'll be on meal ticket E and T. I'd be like, shout out to the uh, the, the pork chops and applesauce show. <laughs> you know. <laughs> shit. Oh shit. Yeah, like nigga, you you gotta you gotta be able to evolve the plan. Yeah. You know, like I I I just call it an outline. Right. Like, you know, this is what the goal is, and these are the possible ways of getting there. So mm. we're going to try this. This don't work. We're going to try this. Nigga, we're going we gonna to try all these motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, like, just like with Google Map. Nigga, I got like seven ways to get here. My nigga, if it's traffic on the fucking 210, I take the 10. If the 10 fucked up, I take the 60. I take the 91. I can take the 605. I can take the 57. Right. But I'm always open. That's what I'm saying. You know, you start out with the easiest route. And you work your way, you know, towards your shit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might get a little more difficult. Sometimes you might have to do some shit you don't want to do. A lot of times you're going to have to do some shit you don't want to do. Yep. You know, in order to get what you want, you got to do some shit you don't want. This is and, true. And that's just life. You know, motherfucker, it, it ain't always easy. A lot of motherfuckers, you know, like, and that's why I say don't listen to rappers. Because it's their fucking job to make life sound like it was easier than it was. Mm-hmm. You you always hear a rapper in an interview say, "Oh man, I just started rapping like two weeks ago." Oh man, I, I ain't even taking rap serious. I ain't even a rapper. I don't even I write just, this shit down. I just be bullshitting, man. I be freestyling every time I go in the studio. I was rapping to myself in the corner. Somebody said you should start rapping for real. Yeah. Then Tatiana came out. <laughs> like no, nigga, that's a goddamn lie. Like every fucking rap, I'm not a rapper. Oh, I just started rapping yesterday. Okay, nigga. Like, you know, rappers love to say, oh, I'm, I'm not a rapper. I'm a street nigga who just know how to rap. No, you're a fucking liar who just knows how to rap. Matter of fact, that's the reason you a rapper, because you a fucking liar. And you good at being a fucking liar. Like, that's literally their fucking job. Rappers are paid fucking liars. You know, so you can't listen to certain motherfuckers when it comes for you trying to figure out what the fuck you going to do with your shit. You know, sometimes the the type of advice that you get 
is the worst thing that could happen to you. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to be mindful of who you use as a source of information. Because a lot of times you trying to take information from a motherfucker who don't even want you to reach your goal. Damn, this is the wrong show. I'm about to hit the horns, nigga. God, nigga, you could have hit the fucking horns, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, I'm not against sound effects, nigga. <laughs> shit, I ain't anti-sound effect, nigga. You know, I just ain't with the, the, the goofy shit. It ain't a comedy show, nigga. But shit, it could be funny. But yeah, like, you know, it's, it's motherfuckers who... Who literally, it, like, it's just like when you watch, um, what was that shit? The Lion King. Mm-hmm. Scar was telling Simba that he wanted him to be king. And, you know, I'm going to try to help you in this time of need, you know, in the absence of your father. But he really wanted to kill Simba little ass. Mm-hmm. You know, so certain motherfuckers who you're trying to take advice from, like, man, some of these motherfuckers is, is tripping you up. Some of these motherfuckers giving you all the wrong shit on purpose. You know, like, that's why I tell people, like, stay away from motherfuckers with no dreams. Like, nigga, it's like, you can't tell your broke-ass uncle, man, I, I want to be a, uh, I want to be the CEO of a multi-millionaire company. He like, nigga, you from Watts. Fuck, you gonna be the CEO of some shit, nigga. Your daddy wasn't shit. I ain't shit. You ain't gonna be shit. Mm. Are you gonna listen to that shit? Fuck No. But that's the type of advice a lot of motherfuckers is getting. A lot of motherfuckers is getting advice from motherfuckers who ain't shit. You can't listen to a motherfucker who ain't shit when you trying to be fucking great. Like, man, I listen to motherfuckers like, you know, like I listen to podcasts a lot. Like, I listen to podcasts made by regular motherfuckers giving regular motherfucker advice. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Man, you shouldn't be trying to work too hard. You know, you got to take some time out and you got to sit down and you got to relax. You know, everything doesn't always work. And it's like, nigga, that's the type of shit that trip niggas up. Like, you know what? You right. Maybe, maybe I am working too hard. Maybe I am focusing too much on this shit. Yeah. You know, and it's like, nigga, I, I get it. There should be balance in life. You know, you should take a, a Saturday off every now and then. But at the same time, like, nigga, you can't be listening to a motherfucker who let they shit fall off because they was too busy fucking relaxing. You know, like, relaxing ain't gonna get your bills paid, nigga. Relaxing ain't gonna get you to the fucking promised land. Right. You know, and that's why, like I always say, nigga, keep your goal in front of you. You know, you ain't gotta put your goal so close to your face that it blinds you of everything else. But at the same time, like, you just gotta keep your goal in mind. You know, even when you are like, say, I'm going to go to this party and I'm going to kick it because, you know, I've been working real hard this week. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go ahead and chill. But, nigga, even as you chilling, keep in mind, nigga, I still got a goal to accomplish. So I'm not going to get sloppy drunk because, <clears throat> nigga, when I get home, I still got to do some writing. Tell you me. know, I, I still got to stay focused. That's how I was on Operation Reset. Like, I, I, I took time off. At the same time, I'm still doing shit, you know, contacting people for certain things. Like I said, like, once I get back, like, it's on. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, it, it you have to, until I get to where I feel I've reached the goal for this shit, this shit would be 24-7. Yeah. And, you know, I, I tell, uh, I had a conversation with Will. And, uh, you know, we was talking about how he, uh, he feel like he's starting to feel more of that podcast uh, lane like you know it, it's more serious now and I'm mm-hmm. like dog 
I'm like, dog, your everyday life, it's everything around you is 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 a is a topic. Yeah. Everything around you a discussion. Yeah. The fucking weather, the nigga traffic, cars, whatever, anything you see, conversations you have, conversations you hear other people have, news, whatever, sports, everything around you is a topic. Yeah. And that's the beauty of podcasting, honestly. Like it's 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 literally somebody tuning in to a conversation. Yeah. You know, it, it's like walking into a fucking barbershop. Like that's pretty much what I look at podcasts as. Like it's it's like I'm walking to a barbershop or I'm walking into somebody's living room or I'm walking into somebody's classroom or I'm walking into somebody's locker room. Like that's what I look at podcasts as. You know, like Cat versus dog. It's like walking into, you know, me and CJ just having a, a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at fucking too much game as a nigga walking into my lecture. Right. You know, like, <clears throat> that's that's how I look at podcasts. So, you know, like with certain motherfuckers like podcasters who who hit a brick wall. You know, like I tell them, man, like you, you just got to find your voice. You got to find what you're passionate to talk about. You got to find something that you know something about so you can get your shit off. You know, and, like, I just talked to somebody at the party that I was at last night, and she said she wanted to start a podcast. And I was like, okay, well, what's your podcast about? She was like, oh, you know, it's, it's me and my homegirls, and we just, you know, talk shit, and we, we have fun, and we laugh and all that shit. I was like, all right, what's it called? Oh, we don't have a name yet. Well, what you recording on? Oh, we not recording yet. I said, well, you got to get something. You got to have some type of plan. Exactly. I was like, look. Just get started, honestly. I was like, when do y'all record? She was like, oh, well, you know, we just planning on it right now. I said, look, here's what y'all should do. Y'all should just all go to one of y'all house and get on Facebook Live and just shoot the shit for like an hour. Yep. Give it a name, you know, get an Instagram page and start promoting it. Even if you ain't got a, a place to record yet or none of that shit, just get started. Even if it's bad, get started. That's what man. I just had that conversation. Like, just start. Don't don't worry about if the show is good or not. Because anytime you start something, it's, if it's you not bad at be it, good. right? Even if if it's bad, you keep doing it enough, it's if going to get, get good. good. Yeah. Practice. You wasn't shooting in the gym with, with the basketball, lifting weights. You you start lifting weights low. You keep working your arms out. You are gonna start benching crazy. Exactly. It's yeah. all about that start, bro. It's all yeah. about the start. And that's why this shit is goals, because you can't score if you don't shoot. Hello. You know, like, you you got to start the motherfucker to finish it. You can't never reach the finish line unless you cross the starting line, you know. And Lambert, just get in this motherfucker. This is your show, Lambert. <laughs> shit, you the motherfucker who uh, who named this goddamn episode. But it's like, nigga, you, you can't reach no goal if you don't start first. You know, that's the the number one motherfucking tip in all of this shit. Just get fucking started. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I, I was telling homegirl, like, man, even if your first episode is fucking trash, the 15th episode won't be trash. Mm-hmm. All you're going to get is better, you know, and you're going to look up and everything is going to work itself out. But you at least got to start. The hardest step in any journey is the first one. But after you get that first one out the way, you know, sky's the fucking limit. You know, so in, in anything, you know, just to, to wrap it up and condense the shit, you know, keep your goals in front of you. Whether it be a vision board, you know, something written down on a piece of paper, 
a promise that you made to yourself or even a promise that you made to other people. You know, a lot of times I don't really uh, agree with telling people what you want to do because a lot of times you tell people your plans and they'll either try to steal them or fuck them up or sabotage them or any type of bullshit. Man. You know, you got to find people who you got confidence in, who you could tell your plans and you know that they the type of motherfuckers that's going to help you reach the goal that you trying to reach. Right. You know, because you do have people in your corner who you could tell like, Hey, look, man, I'm trying to uh, start this podcast. And they like, word, you know, let me know where it's going to be at. I'll listen. I'll pump your shit up, nigga. I'll tell people about it. I'll listen to it. I'll do every, you know, there's some motherfuckers that you got in your corner. Those are the people who you tell your plans to everybody else. You'll let them know after you cross the fucking finish line, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to know the difference and shit. You know, you got to know who's on your team. You got to know who's in the stands and you got to know who the opposition is. And that's how you're going to win in anything. That's how you're going to score any goal. You know, you got to keep on fucking shooting. Even if you miss a shot, nigga, that, that ain't the end of the game. You keep on motherfucking shooting. You're eventually going to score. You know, so if you don't reach your goal on the first time or the first try or you don't reach your goal how you planned on reaching it or to the degree that you planned on reaching it, that don't mean that you just completely fucking missed. You know, you can always revamp your shit, come back, recruit, regroup, and reboot. You know, so that's just what the fuck it is, man. You know, when it comes to reaching your goals, keep them motherfuckers in front of you. Keep on shooting for the motherfuckers and don't let nobody fuck that shit up for you. And, you know, number one, just get that motherfucker started. Start the motherfucking journey. That's the only way that your ass gonna get on that motherfucker. And I'm gonna drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite. Got a Too Much Game podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. If you would like to support us financially, it's patreon.com slash townhouse media. Town House Media. And um, follow all of the Townhouse Media podcasts. Seriously, none of the podcasts. Friday nights at 9 p.m. Pacific. Also, Instagram at seriously none of the podcasts. Uh, what's the Facebook page? Seriously, not another podcast. Seriously, not another podcast. Google that shit and follow everything that pop up on that motherfucker. Like the Ben Ready page. Yeah, like, is it just Ben Ready or the real Ben Ready? It's just Ben Ready. I think on there it's the Ben Ready, the real Ben Ready. Okay, and on Instagram it's for show the real Ben Ready. At the real Ben Ready. Yeah, follow the No Rules podcast, 5 p.m., Wednesdays, uh, No Rules with a Z. With an S, some bullshit might pop up. It will. So it's no rules with a Z. We're gonna have to start specifying that shit. Cat vs. Dog Podcast Sundays at 3 p.m. Usually late, but we gonna all streaming platforms sometime after that. So just be looking out for the Cat vs. Dog Podcast. At Cat vs. Dog Podcast on Instagram, the Cat vs. Dog Podcast on Facebook, and the Too Much Game Podcast. If you hear, you know what time I started this motherfucking shit. Live at 5 on motherfucking Sundays. At uh, Too Much Game Podcast on Instagram and Too Much Game Podcast on Facebook. Follow my personal page at Young Dolomite, Y-U-N-G-D-O-L-E-M-I-T-E underscore. Um, shit, shout out to Warren Gold Clothing for the fucking one of one fly ass teal sweatshirt with the purple hits on the motherfucker. My nigga J-Rock follow War Gold Clothing on Instagram at wargoldco.com. And 
And uh, I think that's it for all that shit, man. Uh, I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 